Welcome to The Cloaked. We are a collective of inquiring minds seeking answers to mysteries both past and present. Join us on our journey to discover that which remains hidden. And now, on with the show. Um, but like giving people are again with the coronavirus it people is real are spreading it's considered these like something that jumps species right like it's something yeah. that would affect animals but it's now affecting people well it's stemming it's, from uh, bats right so yeah. they're, they're supposed to have a really high metabolism since they uh they can go out flying mm-hmm. they're warm-blooded right right so their body runs hotter than ours so a lot of the diseases that they have doesn't affect them they right. can just carry it. Yeah. That's carry how that it. Works. So yeah. the the outbreak for uh, I don't remember if it was SARS or Mars came SARS. from that as well. Mm-hmm. But it's the same. Like thing. all those avian yeah. flus, and, right? Like, yeah. So it, all it, these are just diseases that are jumping from one species to so another. Yes, they've just, been. They've actually were able to trace uh, what they think as a their their best case scenario of how they got it got transferred. And they were able to say, well, it went through from this species to this species, and somehow it, this area, what they were, they're, what they're calling um, the the dead zone or X the area where it's all started, it comes from one of the ports. Yeah, it's one of the wet markets. Yeah, it's one of the markets, and that's where they were to trace it. Whereas jumping, but now it's now affecting. Um, you know, if if you're if you're a pregnant woman and you and you give birth, you you. You transmit it to the the child, uh, as one of the cases that was up recently, uh, they had a kid in quarantine, a baby in mm-hmm. quarantine because uh, they were able to test and the baby has this fucking virus now. Um, so I mean, it, it's I mean they're they're it's being tracked, but I mean still, I mean. The flu is still killing a lot more people than fucking the coronavirus. I mean, yeah, this is it, it, it's just scaring people because it's something new. new. We don't understand yeah. it, and it's spreading and it's transforming and it's evolving. Mm-hmm. I think it's evolving for sure. It's just the novelty of it, you know, and oh, knowing yeah. that there's not really like a vaccine or like specific treatment for it. Right. Well, I mean, there's there's no vaccine for the flu. Because it's yeah, it's mutated. It's, that's so why much. there's a new one every season yeah, too. Yes. you got to keep HN one, whatever, whatever, and then yeah. it just evolves to different uh, types. Uh, but I mean, it's just one of those things where I mean, just wash your hands. Wash your hands when you sneeze. Cover your fucking face. Is that so hard, people? Is that so fucking hard? People um, at work don't. Do oh my god, dude. Yes, I I see people sneeze and like. It 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 already covered the room. You just see the the cloud. I just and you're like that's it. I'm leaving work. <laughs> imagining the fucking cloud. You know that the one. I think Sai and I had this, talked about the uh, when we had seen in, in the National Geographic <laughs> when when they did the test and they can see they can do like an uh, I think it was like infrared or whatever. They when someone sneezes and this cloud projects yeah. like everything x amount of feet. On. Yeah, and everything it's hitting. And it was huge. And you're thinking, if if you saw that video, you're thinking, holy shit! Every time someone sneezes, mm-hmm. by the time two seconds passes, it's already covered half the room. And especially if it didn't cover their their mouth or their face. Yeah, and I think the other thing is the uh, the HVAC systems that we have. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yes, dude. Yeah. Because it, it it doesn't necessarily mean that someone's 
on your floor that's sick. Right. It could be someone two stories below you mm-hmm. that sneezes. And it, and it just goes through the vents. And then everybody, everybody, everybody's Stay a, home. You're fucked. Um, that's why I'm always, always uh, up for, hey, work from home. You know, <laughs> <For real. laughs> it's all work from home. It'll be a lot easier. Um, but you know, there, you know, um, not to get off track, but then, I mean, there's a, of course a lot of things that have been coming up, and I've been kind of looking at different things. Um, we previously discussed about the, uh, you know, a bit of the new stuff, but uh, scientists are looking at the what they're calling the hot Jupiter, looking at it closely because it's flying close to its star, and it might ignite and it might explode. And so, obviously, this is a case of interest uh, for those who like to look up at the stars. Uh, definitely look into that. Um, you know, I think it's interesting that it's that you know to see something like that and to absorb this NGTS 10B. I think this is called, um, but the, it's also known as the hot Jupiter. And so, it's about one light years away, which is equivalent to six trillion miles. Um, it's fucking far. But, I mean, that's, a, you know, a thing of interest. It's an alien planet. It might explode. It might not. And who the fuck knows? I mean... Is it, that the it, one that has a crazy fast orbit? It completes an orbit, like, in 18 hours? Yes. Around the sun? Yes, that, that's the one. Its sun? Yeah, around its sun. Yeah, that's the one. So that's, like, one year. One year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, which is oh, crazy. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, again, a thing of interest. Uh, and other things happening around the world and strange stuff. Uh, Scientology supposedly losing people, <laughs> which is about time. About time, you know, they're losing people. Uh, supposedly, a lot of famous people are now leaving Scientology. I don't know how true this is, um, but I think uh, as more people exit uh, Scientology, I think it would be interesting to see what some of these people have to say of what they've seen or what they've heard. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure as you know, anybody has seen the uh, the documentaries out there, any of the documentaries really. Um, Whenever they interview these people, they have these crazy, you know, ridiculous stories that you're like, that no way is that true. But, you know, obviously, but if it is, holy shit, you know, that's everything from keeping people in these camps, these exercise camps, which sounds like a fucking prison. The way they treat kids. Um, The way they treat kids. They're not people. I mean, Mm -hmm. shit, which is fucking crazy. Uh, But, I mean, again, um, you know, there's a. Shit is happening, you know, constantly <laughs> with these people and Scientology. I mean, you gotta watch out for like these cults that you may not, you may step into and not even know it that you're you how far you've gone in. Those are nice um, people. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, the, I mean, recently there was that lady that's now being uh, she got arrested in Hawaii. Is this the one uh, with that... the Christian cult, the Doomsday Christian cult? I think it was it was called. And uh, her they kids went missing. Yeah, no, it, they're calling it a cult, but oh. it's the Doomsday Christians or some shit like that. Um, where they preppers? Her, yeah, it, so, it sounds, sounds like, like they're it. preppers, and they went. They all traveled to, to Hawaii or some shit, and again, Hawaii, which is going to transition to our, our, our topics today. But um, <laughs> they arrested in Hawaii. Her kids went missing back in September. She took them out from uh, school or something, and you know her kids haven't been seen since. And so she failed to, uh, you know, bring her kids to court to say, hey, they're still here because the, her, the husband uh, was like, well, where, are the, where are the kids? You know, what happened? So what ends up happening is 
this the wife the ex-wife wins up happens they get divorced so the husband divorces um the wife because he suspected that she was following these what he said in the court documents was a cult because she kept talking about these doomsday thing and prepping and all kinds of shit and he feared that she was going to kill them the like kids and him like this and so wins up happiness her brother right his brother-in-law kills him what Yes, this is, this is about to get strange. Kills him. Weeks later, the brother mysteriously dies in his house. Okay. She then leaves from Arizona to Ohio, I believe, with the kids to meet some other dude that she was talking to that is like high in the fucking Christian doomsday thing. And then they leave. She withdraws the kids from school, leaves to Hawaii. And then the kids are never seen. And then the, the court's like, well, hey, look, we still got all these proceedings. And where are your kids? Mm-hmm. And so she never, she never, uh, what's it called? You presented her kids. Um, so the court and the, you know, judiciary system grew suspicious of that. So they issued her a warrant. And so they got her in Hawaii. And they, I mean, everyone's presuming that she killed her kids. Um, for this doomsday shit that took the world is supposed to they, the they have, so these guys have a, a clock they're, is it one of those things where like you just hand your kids over to the church and they put prob- them in something they're like probably either, either, either a sometimes. they're they're dead or b like you're saying um they're in some kind of like camp like kids are no longer her own they just got they got she doesn't even know where they're, they're yeah, she, really, yeah exactly do we have a date uh, the, july of this year huh uh, of 2020, yeah, July of this year, 2020. So I think it's like happened. mid mid year or some shit. That sort of lines up with something. Oh, okay. You go look Did into that. Did you say July of 2020 is well, when it happened? No, when it's going to happen. Oh, the doomsday. Yeah, this this year, 2020. So there, there's um, an event that okay technically has already occurred, but we're so far away from it that it's coming towards us. What do you mean? So we're slowly catching up to it, right? So. Have you guys looked up uh, at the stars recently? Kind of arbitrary. Uh, off and on, yeah. So, um, I look for UFOs. So they're, I they're predicting that, that uh, Beetlejuice or Beetlegeist, depending on who you ask, mm-hmm. um, is exploding. It's going supernova. Ooh, so okay. the the planet, or not the planet, the the sun itself is um, solely using up its resources because most suns run on with hydrogen, helium, mm-hmm. lighter elements, right? So that when they start running out of those fuels, they start producing heavier and heavier elements. So it goes from uh, helium, hydrogen, uh, all the way to carbon, iron, right? right? And when it does that, it just runs, well, it runs out of fuel and then it collapses on itself mm-hmm. and making a secondary explosion. Right. And there, we'll be able to see it from here. It'll be brighter than the moon. Oh, that's cool! And it's supposed to last like two or three weeks. Nice. Hmm. So, but is this like a danger to us, or is this? You're talking about residual, right? We don't know yet. We're talking. You're talking like about the echo. The echo of the explosion. Yeah. Well, it's already occurred. Yeah. It, We're it's waiting for it. To waiting come, the wave. Yeah. To reach us. Yeah. Because hmm. a wave can kill you, depending on how strong it is. Yeah. It, it's sort of like an explosion. The explosion itself doesn't 
kill you. It's, it's the it's just the making concussion. You think yeah, of like Terminator, right. like all yes. that fire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that <was great. laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's yeah. It's a concussive force. <laughs> I mean, I I highly doubt it. I don't see it happening. You know what I mean? I just don't see it. What hurting us? No, I don't see it. If it's far, it might shift us a little bit. If if it's far enough from us, us (laughs) we'll we'll see it. We'll notice waves, tsunamis, but it won't. It won't necessarily affect us very much. Right. It may knock out some communication for a couple of days. Whatever it depends on when you have. Do you have T-Mobile? Well, you know, I do have T-Mobile. <laughs> you have T-Mobile. You're definitely fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have T-Mobile, but yeah. Yeah, I, I drive out to places. I don't. I don't have any service, so. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't notice. You wouldn't even know. <laughs> Other people's service goes down. They're like, "Oh no, the wave hit us!" And you're like, "What? I never what? had service." I still have Edge. Where, where's Hoffman? He's outside. Just still I'm looking on 2G for service. Two G over here. <laughs> oh, the whole two G five G bullshit. If. It happens. It could happen during July, mm-hmm. which would be amazing. Co- would coincide with with this, but I think, th- I think the effect of what people will see, someone can use it if they don't know about it, and and people trick will- people and like oh, this is the end. This there's going to be a light in the sky, and it's but it, it can scientifically it can be explained as to why it's happening. Mm-hmm. But if somebody doesn't know. Of what's happening, they'll take it as a. a they will trigger. take it as a fucking yeah. And like then, they're kept somewhere with no access to the internet. Exactly, and not educated about don't what's know. going on. You can tell, oh shit, here it comes. Everybody drink the juice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the it's, no, yeah, it's, it's the flavor aid. It's the flavor aid. <laughs> yeah, it's the flavor. It's not a Kool Aid. You know, it's, ah. it's very unfortunate, but I mean, I feel like people can be, can be tricked in, into something like this if people don't know. It's a famous story of uh, Christopher Columbus, right? The key knowledge was what tricked the uh, natives here because he told them that uh, if you don't help me out, I'm going to take the moon away. Or the, it was a sun. Right. It was a uh, solar eclipse. eclipse. Yeah, yeah. And it happened. They were like, oh shit, yeah. this guy has power. No yeah. idea what was happening. Yeah. That's so, fucked up. So knowledge is power. All right, let's continue. All right. So for our topic, we haven't even started. It's 20 minutes in. I'll probably end up dividing some of this uh, information into two topics. Um, Well, we do have two topics, but I'll end up dividing it into two episodes, of course. Um, The first one is that of Sarah Joe, which is a ship, right? Not a person. Not a person. Not a person. Not a person. Uh, This happened about roughly about 37 years ago, and it starts with five men in Hawaii going on a fishing trip, right? Uh, a little bit of leisure fishing. And so these five men are Ralph McClay, Peter Hanchett, Scott Mormon, uh, Benjamin Kalama, Patrick Hosner. And this started off in February of 11th, 1979. Now, the boat is about 70 feet long, and it's a uh, horsepower of the engine is about 85, which is, I mean, decent if you're only going to do, if you're going to be on a lake or on a river or something, I mean, it makes sense, um, you know, on, off a little bit off the coast, but not going too far, of course. Now, these guys uh, decided to go off on, again, like I, like I said, a fishing trip, right? And so, you know, one of the things that you always do is you want to check the weather that day. And unfortunately, these guys did not check the weather. They said they jumped on. They said, hey, let's do it. And they, they went off, right? And like so a leisure cruise, right? It was a little bit of a leisure. Yeah, yeah. just a few a, hours it, and be back. Yeah. Like, they weren't going to be out there for that long. Again, they were just going for a little bit of fishing. And so what ends up happening is a storm 
comes up, right? This uh, it's like a major low pressure, a low pressure system, system storm. Yeah, it comes up, and what ends up happening is the storm ends up being ridiculously strong. What ends up happening is the other boats, uh, you know, came to port. And so, you know, everybody's coming back to port. You know, the storm is getting out of hand. And so, you know, the Coast Guard, one of the, one of the jobs they do is, if you're not familiar with it, it's the Coast Guard keeps track of the boats that are supposed to be on port. And so when they were doing their check-ins, they noticed that one of the boats wasn't back. So what they do is they, they send off a bit of a rescue because, you know, to see if they're a little bit off the coast. And so they went out, and the storm was too strong for them to be out there. And so what ends up happening is they end up coming back. Um, they did not find these guys. Uh, they didn't, didn't find the uh, the boat. Well, it's uh, as, it's some Sarah of the, Joe. the swells were up to 40 feet high. Yeah, which is the waves, right? Yeah. Which, yeah. So it's like going up and down four stories. Which is fucking ridiculous. And, yeah. and you think about the, how I described the boat. Is this a small little boat? So it wouldn't, it wouldn't really survive... That type of waves, you know, it, that's that's too strong for it for it to be out there like that. And so, um, the next day, the Coast Guard goes out with a bunch of uh, of the other uh, fishermen and the other people who have these boats to go do a search and rescue. And of course, they also uh, sent out the helicopters looking for these guys. Now, the span of the search uh, was about five days. And they search about 70,000 miles of ocean looking for these guys. And at some point, they put out some uh, homing pigeons, right? I believe that's what it's called. I think they were just trying to see if anything was out there. Out there. Because they're supposed to, I guess, like... Find people. They're they're able to find people. uh, Which, this is something I didn't know. uh, And that the people... um, But they're able to use these type of pigeons for that. Mm -hmm. uh, Which I, I thought it was pretty fucking interesting. Uh, now, after a week, the Coast Guard canceled the search and rescue. Of course, now family continued the search and rescue. Um, so, you know, of course, you know, they're going to go out there and continue to look for their, their their family, right? Their relatives. And so, you know, fast forward a couple of years and we are in what? September. Oh, what's that? Hold on. September of 1988. No, it's like this mic. Okay, there you go. Uh, so it was what September tenth of nineteen eighty-eight, right? Mm-hmm. And what, what ends up happening that day? Uh, a biologist by the name of John, is it, Notton? Notton? Notton, I believe. Yeah. Uh, put himself in the middle of the mystery when uh, he came across an abandoned fiberglass boat on the coastline. So. Um, since uh, he was able to trace it back to Hawaii right. initially, because he didn't know like what exactly it was, yeah, and because he lands there with a, it's him and his team, right? He's not, he's not just alone. He he has a team kind of doing a surveying, a surveying, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying to figure it out, and it, it's not the first time that it had been surveyed, which was. A little bit odd, right? We had mentioned this is a routine thing that they do, right? Like a right. wildlife, a, a wildlife uh, trip that they do, right? Exactly, because um, they they want to keep up with what the island is doing. Because again, these uh, these islands tend to you know develop sometimes fast, and they want to see because they're part of a what is it, what is it called like a volcano chain. Um, they develop they develop slowly. The atolls, yeah, yeah they're, they, they're like 
develop. Really, I mean, obviously the coastlines and all that erosion right. can always affect stuff too. Yeah, of course. And so they're going there to survey. And, and like like Ahmed had said, they had already done this before a couple of years prior. And so these guys, they're they again, like Ahmed said, they looked at the uh, the boat they find, and they found out that you know it was it was this boat that had gone missing. And they actually went to search further on the island. These guys, these are the research team. And uh, they come across something that's weird. I forget what it's called. It's a, it's a little like a, it's like a pile of, of uh, rocks and stones and coral, right? And there's a cross, you know, on 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 this part of the ground, right? And they go and they look and they're like, okay, well, what's what's this? You know, what's going on? And they they uncover it, right? And as they uncover it, they find that there's these. Uh, there's these papers. There's these stack of papers, like laying over the individual's face. Now, it's a three inches squared right on top of the skeleton. And there's also they also find foil, which is very in weird. In between all the sheets. In between all the yeah. sheets. And so, what they were like, oh, okay, well, what is, who is this guy? What's going on? You know, and I guess they we end up running a DNA test and to figure out who this person was. Um, and it turns out it is, uh, it's Scott, one of the individuals who had gone missing. Now, he had been buried there, and, you know, it just adds to the mystery and the twist of things of, okay, well, these guys have been missing, who buried Scott there, who made this little, um, thing, this burial for him, uh, who, so who buried him, and, like we said, it had been looked into prior year, I think like about four or five years prior to the discovery of the body um, and the boat. And that wasn't reported there. Mm-hmm. They had already looked into this. And well, I think one thing we, we felt to mention was the fact that this island is, uh, what, a thousand miles away? Right. From the, is it Maui? Were they Maui, yeah. Where, where they originally left? And... They wouldn't have made it there on the gas that they had in the the tank. Yeah, there was no way they would have so made it. So it would have been there. drifting, basically. And from estimates, it would, that would have taken close to three months. So for men to survive that long out in the water without any fresh water, without any food, because obviously they didn't take anything with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you guys think happened? I mean, I don't know if it washed up with anybody alive, honestly. Well, who buried him? Then, then, then who buried him? Well, when there's, I just, a, there's a theory, right? That like right. maybe somebody found the boat with the body like that, and then they wanted to give it a proper burial because mm-hmm. of the the papers, the way they were stacked and with mm-hmm. the foil. It kind of coincides with the tradition of like uh, some of the. the the Chinese traditions where they bury somebody with uh, like little stacks of paper, like right. paper money. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was just someone else's tradition, but they did found the body. They just wanted to do something for it. Maybe never reported it because they're not supposed to be there. Right. Like illegal fishing. Mm-hmm. Illegal fishing. Like right. <laughs> so, I mean, it's possible. And they, they may not have known about these missing people. Like, so who also, who would you report this to? Who do you, you know? Yeah. Without looking like you were doing something bad or yeah. you weren't supposed to be there. But here's the thing. Now, was the entire time was was Scott adrift in the ocean 
between roughly what 84 85 to 88 no, it was uh, 79 to 84. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about like from them surveying the, the, the island, the island for the first time because it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And from the second time. Now, also, yes, you're adding I mean, is it more possible time. Well, they missed it. Like, you know? I don't know. Like, like how much like, do they really survey this island? Well, here's the thing like, part of them, them surveying is that anything that you find, like a boat, it's supposed to be noted in there. Um, any, anything weird, anything out of the ordinary that's not supposed to be on the island mm-hmm. that is man-made is supposed to be noted. Because nobody is really on the island. Well, the, uh, the actual gravesite was what, uh, not very deep. Yeah. It was made from so rocks. It was like a sticking rock. out of it too, right. I think. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if the tide... Was high enough, they may have missed it. So, depending what time of day they, they came in. As True. far as the boat, because there's a picture of it, it, it it's blue. It's a blue little. Mm-hmm. So, you, how would you miss that against? I mean, it's pretty. The, the rock. It's pretty ravaged. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. any of the anchor points, like where they may have been sitting, mm-hmm. completely torn out. Yeah, mm-hmm. completely torn out. The, the bow of the, the ship also. Completely demolished. Yeah. So, I mean, it's mostly made of fiberglass and foam, mm-hmm. so it would have floated regardless. Yeah. But still, that, that thing... I mean, is it possible that it floated that long and never capsized? It's, never it's possible, right? Sank? For it to be floating out there adrift for that long and nobody to ever see it. I mean, because the ocean is vast. And what of the rest of the guys? You know. Also, I mean? yes. What happened to the rest? I, I mean, we can only assume they fell off the boat. This guy survived by eating them all. And yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Somebody, He's the last one. To so make you think it. he ate those guys to survive? Would you blame him for for like a, for what, how long? For what do you think? For like four years, five years, six years? I mean, I think he he made it to the island within three four months. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Uh, well, him and another person because someone had to or bury so, them. whoever buried him. And then they ate tried. some of him. Yeah, and then ended up leaving. <laughs> Tried, he's like, you know what? I don't know where I am, but I'm obviously I'm close to right, close to something. There's a chance for me to make it out there. And then Very, probably also died out there. Then probably. I mean, because you're how how also let's say that shit is damaged to mm-hmm. even take out there. Mm-hmm. How does this person leave? Make a raft. Yeah, he's cast gonna away it. he's gonna cast away <laughs> it. He's gonna Tom Hanks that shit. The scene. <laughs> Yo, funny enough, uh, this is really odd coincidence, right? Um, but the other day I was in my backyard, uh huh, and I came across Wilson. There was like Wilson a, was out a, there, like an honest to god Wilson volleyball. Somebody made a Wilson with a handprint on it, and I was like, "What? The what are you fuck? doing, Wilson? Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> That's random." I was like, "What? Wilson is traveling." That's fucking weird. Why? I'll bring him in right now. That is fucking crazy. I need to see mm. this. I need to see it's this. It's not Wilson. like a bloody handprint, is it? Know, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, uh, what do you guys think? What do you, is, that, is that what you think? That he just I mean, that's one possibility. It's dark, but it's possible. You know what I mean? That, like, yeah. maybe they decided, like, maybe it was just kind of like this person was close to dying and they were like, let's just eat him. 
you know, take them out of their misery, eat them, or maybe it was just like them turning on each other. It could have gone either way. Survival I mean, of the fittest it's, sort of thing. It's possible. I mean, uh, just like when you read those stories of pe- of these guys going up a mountain, like Everest or something, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of shit happens. I mean, you get hit by a fucking storm, and one of your friends dies, and you need to survive. Um, I mean, there's a, plenty that, of horror that stories be like that. Food, or I mean, if they could have figured out a way to get fish, that could have been food. With my only I, thing well, is like water. How would you? Water would be the only thing because you would have to boil that, or uh, rainwater, or rainwater, rainwater right? Collect rainwater, which they could have possibly done. Yeah, yeah just depending Long on how, how you would do it. Yeah, hmm. I mean, it's a lot to think about, right? Like, yeah, you you really have to think about it because. It was for so long. I mean, most people can't even survive a couple of months out there. I mean, you're thinking about, like, a couple of years couple of and shit. You're talking about a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if these guys, let's say, let's just give them to them and let's say they're able, they're able to survive out there a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Shit. Just to live that long. You have to factor into, like, yeah, you can survive X amount of time without food or water, but then you're out in the elements, you're in the sun. You become weak. Like, you um, have so much no more, like, beating down. Fuel. Right, exactly. Uh, it becomes even more difficult uh, to uh, be able to move around, uh, and then and then you, if assuming there's no other species out there that can take you down, sharks. Um, mm-hmm. Besides sharks, whales. Uh, you eventually become food. Yeah. Crabs. I mean, <laughs> and yeah. Crabs. Assuming you're not allergic to uh, shellfish. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is the sun. Yeah. Because there's no way. Did you see the island? I mean, it looks pretty. Like barren. Well, it's, it's the Marshall Islands. I just found yeah. it. It's 2,200 miles. You would have to, like, figure out a way to fucking dig a hole or some shit. <laughs> I mean, do you think it's possible that they they did make landfall sooner than later as opposed to drifting super long and then we're just out there but nobody ever found them? Yeah, I think it's possible. I think, like they were marooned, basically. Right. Yeah. And maybe they were using that boat for a while. I mean, there there could be a lot of scenarios where three of them could have survived, four of them could have survived. It's like right in the middle of the ocean. And you know, they went out to get fish, and they got attacked by a shark. I mean, there's a lot of fucking things. There's a lot of scenarios, you know, with that. But I mean, it just adds to the mystery of like, who the fuck buried Scott? Why? You know, why not report it? Why not fucking say something? When I think about the family who's going to be wondering, you know, where this guy is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I could see why you w- you wouldn't want to do it because you don't want to get in trouble. But also, I mean, but I'm, I'm also thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about more of a broader picture of like, okay, what if, what if this is like a pirate island? You know what I mean? Well, it's it's, a, it's like a storage island. It's a it's a a chain of islands. Mm-hmm. And they're all like loosely grouped. You're right. So there's like shitload of them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming that if they uh, they landed on one of them, right? Damn, that's a the, really I mean, there's there there's there's just way too many. Look at that. There's a lot of islands. So they're but like a little pocket of islands. If right. they landed on one, they can probably get to another one. Yeah. So if they did. Very. I initially thought like when I read the thing about the papers being left the body but separated with foil I was like maybe was there anything on them uh, written I, that they were I, trying to wa- weatherproof with the foil but 
you know, by the time they well, found it, I, maybe there was nothing to really look I at. I mean, you said it was something that the Japanese would do, right? Uh, well, Chinese. they theorized it was Chinese because they, they tend to bury their dead with right. like little paper, paper money, mm-hmm. like symbolic. For, something for something. the actual. So, so it could have been somebody who was of that tradition burying him. Yeah, they tried to um, just do the right thing. I just feel like it could, it could have been also like a pirate related. <laughs> you just want pirates to be involved no matter what. Well, I mean, let's say that, let's say, I mean, I don't think they, they let's, uh, let's say that they, this is a, a, uh, what, what they call a storage island, right? And. You watch that Oak Island show way too much. You don't talk to me like that. <laughs> and so, maybe they came out across this body and they, they buried him. Anything? I mean, somebody, obviously somebody did find him, right? Um, and, or maybe, maybe they found him out adrift. Brought him to the island, died, and he died, and buried him there. You know what I mean? I mean, there's just a, there's yeah, just I mean, way too many scenarios. Yeah, because it was either like maybe they found you know the body there, or they found somebody like so close to death right. that you know they, there wasn't really much to be done. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just it's terrible. I mean, it's just a terrible situation. And, um, you know, always always check the weather, guys, uh, before <laughs> going out there. Uh, before definitely. going anywhere. Um, just, yeah, I mean, before going anywhere, even outside, even if you're taking a stroll. Just take an um, umbrella. Take an umbrella, for sure. Uh, <laughs> trying again. I just you. know. I just know. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, like, share, and tell your friends. And leave us uh, a comment on our Facebook, on Twitter, on iTunes. And tell us how we're doing. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Laters.